0: This podcast is brought to you by ClearBridge Investments. Meet an evolving economy confidently with ClearBridge Active Equities, the foundation of a resilient portfolio. ClearBridge, a Franklin Templeton company. Go to clearbridge.com to learn more.
1: This is Greg Bartalis for Barron's The Way Forward. My very special guest today is Ray Sclafani, founder and CEO of ClientWise, which is an exclusive coaching partner for Barron's. Uh, Ray, welcome. I think, Greg. Great to be here. So let's start high level. Tell me about your firm, your background, the services you render, and what you see happening right now in the advisory space. Wow, there's a lot there. Yeah, we okay. I mean, have 20 minutes to answer that one question. <laughs> <laughs> so,
0: uh, so I'll be really quick. Uh, uh, I founded ClientWise uh, 16 years ago in uh, January of 2006. And prior to that, uh, I spent 20 years working at an asset management firm. So I understand the business and have called on advisors uh, for many years, really on the asset management side. But the last 16, uh, being an executive coach uh, and setting up a business coaching firm, my firm is uh, really focused on helping advisors create that ripple effect multi-generationally. And we're committed to helping them build an enduring firm. It's the reason I founded ClientWise uh, may sound corny, uh, but I think it's true that advisors do noble work. And when they make a difference in the life of one client, they actually make a difference in families multi-generationally. And when they build wildly successful businesses, uh, they have that um, a great impact in the community and they transform lives. And we believe it client-wise that when we make a difference in the life of just one advisor, uh, wow, we can really uh, change communities. But if we can impact the lives of thousands of advisors, which we have, we can, in a funny kind of way, change the world and make it a better place. And so at ClientWise, it's about business coaching. It's about uh, building an enduring firm. It's about enterprise value. Greg, the multiples are expanding for those firms that are building interdependent teams and scaling up wisely, profitably, sustainably. And we want to be at the forefront of helping advisors uh, succeed, uh, first for clients, uh, then second for team
1: and help them build that next generation so that they can uh, create those enduring firms. Okay. And and when you're providing uh, coaching and helping these firms now, um, what what specifically, in what way are you actually seeing the greatest payoff or at least Client satisfaction for what you're doing? Uh, client satisfaction or advisor satisfaction? They're very different. Sure. We'll I'll start with advisors.
0: Yeah. The, the advisors um, uh, are, uh, uh, in many cases, accidental owners. You know, uh, especially the ones that were wildly successful at finding clients. Most advisors tell us that they didn't intentionally get into the business to build a big team and scale up a firm and have a PL. And, uh, you know, all of that comes with being an entrepreneur. The unintended consequence is, wow, you've built something pretty successful, and now you've got to build a team. All right, you're now the accidental CEO almost. Right, that's right. So I think the biggest payoff is um, is helping advisors uh, b- uh, uh, jump into our community, where from a peer to peer perspective they can learn from one another, but they can also learn from their coach, and they create systems and structures for themselves. That uh, that are sustainable, and I think uh, what we do a little bit differently at ClientWise from what advisors tell me is that um, we're not sort of the telling company. We're you know we we've never been advisors. We don't have an investment in success fees. We're not in the merger acquisition game. You know we're a coaching company that's built a community with great content and provide some limited consulting work. But for the most part, we want advisors to build the businesses. They want to build. And when they build great businesses uh, for their clients, everybody wins. And so we um, are affiliated with the International Coach Federation. So there's a code of ethics, a standard of conduct. Uh, we are objective. We are independent. And we are fully focused on the advisor's success, uh, not tied to our
1: success. And, and tell me about the content component.
0: Yeah. yeah um, in 2006, I, I launched a research program. Uh, where we built a database of every registered rep and RIA in the United States. And then we parsed that data down to advisors that met very specific criteria. They had to be uh, generating at least $3 million in revenue, uh, running about 30% uh, profits uh, 10 years or more as advisors uh, and on a team. And then over the course of the last 16 years, we've we've tested uh, the data set. We've even partnered with Barons on a number of occasions to benchmark uh, the top ranked advisors. So the data set today looks more like 4.4 million, uh, just over a billion uh, in, in AUM, more than 10 years, um, as a firm and and certainly on a team, and we started studying advisors, uh, uh, those especially that were growing at a kager of uh, high teens, low twenties, you know, consistently year over year, three year rolling kager. You know, what was uh, creating that level of success? What did EBITDA look like? Were they hitting their marks at, you know, 28, 32%, you know, profitability? And what we learned uh, was uh, that there were very consistent patterns among what made the best in the business. And so we built out something called, uh, well, Barron's calls it a seven-part roadmap for practice management growth. We call it the professional advisory model, where we provide a little bit of a structure, in terms of how advisors sort of set up their firms and we've created content in these seven key areas. And then we've divided advisors up into two groups, advisors that are still solo owned firms um, who are committed to building enduring firms, but they haven't yet really develop that next generation or they're about to uh, maybe sell an equity stake to a firm. So we've got emerging leaders and master leaders and enterprise leaders, but those are solo-owned firms. The second group are those ensembles. Um, And uh, we look at those firms that are uh, ensembles, uh, enterprise ensembles and super ensembles and um, multiple member-owned firms, uh, different sizes, size team, revenue, et cetera. But we've created very specific curriculum and content uh, for uh, each of those uh, two groups um, and the three subsets within the two groups. And we've also created these communities, Greg, where uh, the advisors who are really seeking to build an enduring firm based upon where they are today, based upon their growth rate, based upon their own goals in terms of profitability, what their time to exit looks like. We've parsed uh, the data And then we've partnered with the advisors and created these community groups where they can peer to peer learn from one another, but also uh, take advantage of the curriculum and the coach uh,
1: in the process. Now, in terms of the communicating, how for the community, how do they, how does that actually happen? Is it message boards, texting, yeah, audio, question. video, like? Yeah, well, COVID
0: uh, actually changed things in some funny kind of way. In that we have uh, virtual groups. Uh, uh, we've always been on WebEx, and then converted to Zoom about six years ago. So we've got community groups that uh, had been coming together since the beginning uh, of the company's start in in two thousand six on WebEx. Uh, we also uh, have people come live and in person. We have our business. Business Builders Academy where groups come together every 90 days uh, we keep groups in that 20 25 kind of range uh, we find that's a really good size uh, a group of professionals and um, and then we we also have one of the largest uh, digital online communities called the client wise exchange and uh, their advisors can interact with one another they can interact uh, with the coaching a team at ClientWise. We have 22 coaches today, uh, plus a number of facilitators that run our Business Builders Academy as well. Uh, we have some EOS certified coaches. So we, we've we got a, a, a team, a, a pretty good-sized team that the advisors can interact with also on the digital community, the exchange. And uh, and then we have some thought leaders, uh, industry experts. Uh, we want to help advisors succeed you know, in their marketing and client acquisition and team building and compensation design. So there's a number of areas where advisors are seeking uh, consulting, and we try not to be everything for everybody, but we want to find sort of the best in class, and we've Invited those other professional uh, professionals onto our platform, so they can interact and help advisors as well. So it's a good central place digitally um, to connect, virtually to connect, and also live and in person to connect.
1: Right, and I guess it's smart business too. You have this unique place where they will come back. It's like a wa- digital watering hole of people. You know, that's pe- it. Yeah, yeah. That's yes. great. So I'm curious about something. Tell me about clients or, or potential clients who may think they don't need coaching and think, "Hey, I'm I'm quite successful. I'm I'm doing great. I, I don't need that." But where you genuinely think that coaching could take them to the next level. Tell me about that because yeah. I'd assume there are a lot of advisors who fit that profile.
0: Yeah, there probably are. And they may not be a good fit for us. Yeah.
1: Um, so you well, want people who are more proactive, like I know I want it or...
0: Yeah. I, I think, I think you know, it, it's interesting. Advisors, I don't think that's a that's a static answer. I think it's dynamic. I think there are periods of time where uh, great leaders, uh, you know, are really seeking to maybe solve something or maybe want to shift some belief structures or belief systems, or, you know, they've got a different vision for what they want to achieve. You know, the young 33-year-old, you know, who's killing it, you know, who's growing, who's building a great team, you know, may not be thinking about succession. uh, But They may, you know, 10 years later be thinking about who they're developing uh, to be the next generation leaders and next generation owners in their firm. You know, what is the passage to partnership in their organization? And whoa. Hey, I didn't need coaching, you know, when I met you, you know, five or seven or 10 years ago, or I was working with a coach then, you know, doing something more tactical, you know, with my team, that's cool. Um, and so, you know, it's dynamic. I think, Greg, I, I've been coming to Barron's conferences for 15 years and, uh, Uh, I often hear at the conferences, um, hey, uh, you know, I think we're finally ready. We've got something very specific. And and then we see a number of alumni, you know, walking around the conference who uh, are uh, former clients and we help them solve something for themselves. Uh, they created something that was sustainable. We're cool with that. And then they want to jump back into the community. So they kind of come in and out. So we're very flexible. Nice. With how it's almost like
1: work. a teacher who has a student long ago, and then it went on to bigger
0: and better things. Yeah, right? And that's right. That's exactly right. And it's it's actually, I mean, the, the reason uh, I uh, chose a long-term career path as a coach is that um, I enjoy witnessing uh, sort of the greatness and success in watching others achieve something that they visioned and that they imagined. Uh, I also think at ClientWise, one of the things we hear consistently from advisors is, you helped us think bigger. You helped us think about what we didn't realize was possible. And you introduced us by joining the community to other professionals that were building something bigger. You know, uh, just a couple of weeks ago, we had a group of our super ensembles uh, in our Dallas offices for uh, for one of our full day uh, business builder academy workshops. And uh, you know, everybody in the room was somewhere between one and two point five billion. I think there were a couple of firms in there. You know, four four uh, seven eight, uh, pretty large firms. And all were very successful. and and one of the uh, thirty eight year olds, it's running about a billion eight, came up to me afterwards. He said, "I got to tell you, there's not many places I go where I'm like the smallest potato in the room, but holy smokes, you gave me some ideas today and the group's big vision of what's possible, you know, we are in the advice business and, and there is a race for talent. Oh, my gosh, capacity constraints is the issue, not growth. I've got to be thinking bigger about my people strategy. And I wouldn't have thought about that if I didn't come today. And I thought, you know, that that's exactly right. That's what the community is about, is about us working together to help envision something that's going to make a bigger impact in the lives of many and so I think that's what uh, what's so exciting about being a coach and about the work that we do at ClientWise.
1: Interesting. Now, you mentioned earlier, you alluded to you know being a great leader. Are there any common attributes um, about what a great leader, in your estimation, um, holds today in this day and age? Like, well, what is it? Oh, that's is- interesting. Yeah, that's a, that's a big question. You know, Jack Welch, I think, said it best
0: many years ago. The sign of a great leader is somebody who can develop somebody who can develop somebody. And that really connects for me because in the work we do and helping advisors build enduring firms, it's about the people. And you know, Mark Tabersian always jokes about the importance that you know culture you know trumps everything. And uh, uh, each strategy for breakfast, right? I think uh, that's a really famous quote. I would add to that that followership is really key among the best leaders we observe in financial services. They've surrendered their need for independence in exchange for interdependence, and they've created great followership. And what I mean by that is, you know, in order to build an enduring firm, you've got to create a team that wants to follow you, and, and then you've got to build the trust and create an environment that's inclusive and safe for people to take risks and learn and grow. So that they can become the next generation set of leaders uh, and owners and run the firm. And so from an authenticity perspective, if if advisors are truly committed to building something enduring um, and they are fully focused on being, pun intended here, client-wise, and they're acting as full fiduciaries and spelling that with a capital F, not a little F, then they're going to want to act in the best interest by building the best team that can serve clients when they're not around uh, through their choice uh, by retiring or, God forbid, through disability or death. And so the reality is great leaders create great followership and they're great at developing others and building trust and respect and inclusivity in an interdependent team.
1: All things considered equal, do you think that's Easier to do today, harder, or is it just the same, regardless of what era you're looking at? Oh, you know, I think everybody wants to talk about
0: this generation and the millennial group, and you know, uh, you know, COVID and the and, and the Great Resignation, and you know, it's interesting. If if you're a student of history, you go back in time. I think I think the young generation in the '70s uh, said it about their parents, and you go back to the '60s and they said it about their parents, and uh, it, it's true. I mean, from a demographic perspective, you know, there was this great big boomer population that had lots of jobs. As if they as they started to retire, you know, the, the Gen Xers weren't quite as big, and and now the Gen Y, the millennial group, they're much bigger, and they have a lot of choice. And uh, and the nature of the work uh, place has changed. I don't think we can argue with that as a truth. But but I think it's always been a challenge for leaders. Uh, maybe a different set of challenges over time. I think in today's environment, what's really awesome is uh, what we're observing at ClientWise among high-performing teams is the diversity of teams. And I mean diversity uh, a diversity of thought you know, having different perspectives, a diversity of uh, gender, of age, of race, and you're seeing teams that are much more colorful. You're seeing uh, teams that, you know, they've got a 60-year-old, a 50s, the 40s, the 30s, and the 20s. They've got apprenticeship programs, not just internship programs. Not everybody's supposed to be a salesperson. Some are supposed to be, you know, great advisors or great leaders of running the business. And so I think there's a maturation, uh, a professionalization of what's happening in financial services among advisors advisory practices. And uh, it's really it's really great leaders game to lose here. I mean, the, the, the need for advice has never been greater. We live in the greatest country in the world. We've got the greatest freedoms uh, to build anything we can dream. And we've got a lot of people uh, that are looking to make purposeful impact in lives of others. And I think financial services is at the center of impacting lives of so many. And advisors who are committed to building something that's enduring, I think they,
1: it's never been a better time for advisors. Tell me about emerging areas in terms of coaching. Where are you seeing increased interest? Um, oh, by far, it's the succession work. It's the next
0: generation piece. Um, that, that whole area, developing people. Um, uh, helping advisors develop their people strategy, helping advisors uh, figure out how to create the passage to partnership, the criteria for becoming a partner, what the owner's mindset looks like and how to really... Uh, successfully uh, develop the people so that the transition can occur successfully I would say that's num- number one that's really emerged the the data told me 16 years ago when I started clientwise I was looking at the data and thinking okay at what age do people retire and you know what are advisors going to do and I even wrote an article uh, we should all go long on oxygen tanks because advisors are going to die at their desks and you know we, we kept seeing you know the advisors uh, uh, sort of oh I can work forever and I think over the past five years Years we've really begun to see that shift, and advisors, especially the best in the business, getting really serious about next gen talent development, people development, and most know they may not be the best at that, and they want to partner and outsource in order to make that work. So I'd say that's number one. The other, uh, second big big uh, attention getter for us is coaching organizations. Something we spend a lot of time working with Barons uh, to look at the research and the data are the enterprise value drivers. It is clear there are those who know how to grow a business, to expand the multiple and and really scale up successfully. And then there are those that are wanting to do that but don't know how. And I think what we've uh, we've done at clientwise is really be students of the advisors we coach, the thousands of advisors that we're working with and have worked with to understand what make the best in the business tick. Why does a multiple expand, you know, from, you know, two times uh, revenues to seven or eight times EBITDA, and when does that shift occur and And what's the multiple expansion look like? And why are some firms you know playing the arbitrage game, trading at fourteen to twenty times, buying businesses at five to eight? And so we've really dug into that and have coached quite a number of firms to successfully. Uh, figure out how to expand their multiple depending upon their strategy to acquire, to sell, to merge, uh, or to organically grow and not do any of that activity, but still get the multiple expansion. So I would say those are the two
1: probably primary areas that that we're paying a lot of attention to here. Great. And in the old Barron's tradition, you know what I'm going to ask you? Yeah. One actionable idea. idea. Okay. Yeah, all yeah. together now. Yeah, yeah
0: that's it. Um, I, look, and I i think uh, I'm a big reader and uh, and and i i think uh, uh, there's an amazing book called think again by adam grant and it's probably the best business book i've read in a number of years and i'm 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 an avid reader as i said and, and uh, advisors i know who are super successful love to uh, audiobook and, and and videos and and things and studying and students of uh, adam grant Really got my attention in his book, Think Again, because uh, the place we are in time, I think what I'm seeing in our clients and the advisors we coach is we're doing a lot of thinking again. You know, the things we might have known to be true and we took for granted and created strong belief systems and belief structures around, hey, it's this way. This is how the industry is. This is what clients need. You know, I'm noticing that we're all doing a little bit of a control alt delete and resetting a bit right here. And I think Adam uh, in, in his book, Think Again, uh, provided a set of tools to be able to hit the pause button, stop, think again, uh, in order to you know uh, kind of race forward. Uh, and I think the timing is perfect. Uh, the content is great and the guidance uh, is second to none. So that would be
1: uh, my one actionable idea. Excellent. Well, thank you so much. My guest was Ray Sclafani. For more Barron's Advisor specific podcasts, please check out barrons.com forward slash podcast. For The Way Forward, I'm Greg Bartalis. This
0: podcast is brought to you by ClearBridge Investments. Meet an evolving economy confidently with ClearBridge Active Equities, the foundation of a resilient portfolio. ClearBridge, a Franklin Templeton company. Go to clearbridge.com to learn more.